Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is, this is how they will find you. Now, who's the they? The day is the Moloch and Baal worshipers. The day are those people that take the mark, those people that want to see that everybody takes the mark of the beast. From Gateway Pundit, it says, Rogue FBI uses identity theft and conspiracy to commit identity theft to justify Mike Lindell's search warrant. That's right, Mike Lindell, good Christian, conservative. Matter of fact, one of the people that is primarily pushing to find out about the cheating that went on uh, November the 5th. You know what I'm talking about. He says, yesterday the Gateway Punter reported that Mike, LaBelle, Mike Lindell, uh, this is the My Pillow guy, was raided by the FBI as they seized his phone. He, we learned from his podcast on Frank's speech that the FBI was likely tracking him all day long and they arrested him far from his home on a hunting trip. Agents surrounded his car in Hardy's drive-thru and demanded he give over his phone. Mike pleaded that he uses his phone to run five companies, all major corporations, including my pillow and my store. He told agents he does not have a computer and that his entire life is on that phone. He told the agents that his phone controls his hearing aids. Now, that's a lot of reasons to have your phone, but did they care? No. Now, why were they after the phone? Matter of fact, let me finish reading, and then we'll talk about it. Mike told the agents that all of the Dominion stuff is posted on his website, and there's no need to take his phone. He encouraged them to look at the evidence. In the meantime, the rogue FBI continues to harass private citizens who speak out about this regime. If you dare to challenge the... I, I hesitate to even say those words, because we don't have free speech anymore. If you dare to challenge what they want to do, really in any way, rather than just go along with it, then you have problems. Okay, so, all right, let's talk about it. Why'd they want his cell phone? Now, think about that. I know what you're going to think. You're going to say, oh, well, they wanted to check his uh, contact list. They want to see who he's talking to. They want to know what he's saying. They want to read all of his texts and all that sort of stuff. They have it. They have it. Okay, look, let me explain. If it goes through any wire, or if it goes through any air portion of the air, in the United States for sure, the truth is probably any place on the globe, it's all recorded. I'm talking about whether it's shortwave, whether it's some little kid playing with a little handheld walkie-talkie, it's all recorded. Everything is recorded and kept, just like you know, they laugh about uh, Hillary Clinton losing her 33,000 email. She didn't lose them. As soon as it transferred from one person to another, it was recorded, and it has not been deleted. They are out there. Now, how do you know this? Well, I could go into Ted Gunderson, one of our speakers, and this was back in the late 1990s. Matter of fact, one of the things he explained to me, this is before cell phones. He said, if you get a phone call and you pick it up and no one's there, he said, that means that they could be listening to your phone calls. He said, no, I'm not talking about when you're talking on the phone. They could always hear that. I'm talking about it's called hot on the hook. In other words, even though your phones are hung up, this is when people had landlines before cell phones. Even if your phone is hung on the receiver, it can still activate the, the, uh, the listening device or the, the what am I trying to say, the, the receiver, the microphone, so that they can hear what's said in your house. And I said, so how do you turn it off? You mean you hang it up and you, you still can't have privacy? He said, no. What you have to do is unplug it from the wall. 
I've talked with people in high places that they they say if you want to have privacy today, first you put all of your cell phones in a refrigerator or like in uh, a, a microwave or something like that, a metal object, so that it cannot get service outside of the cell phone. And then you get far away from the cell phone because they can activate the uh, microphone on your cell phone. Even if it's in your pocket, it's in your purse, doesn't make any difference. They can listen to you. Now, in case you're thinking, yeah, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. Well, I'm not doing anything wrong either. And by the way, probably Mike Lindell wouldn't do anything wrong either. If they want to hear what you're saying, they can hear it. I also understand, I mean, you know, I've been doing this stuff 30 years, so I hear all kinds of stuff. People come up to me and tell me a lot of stuff. But I've also heard that they have technology so that if you're in a room of, say, 100 people and you're talking, they can pick up and pick out your voice and remove the other 99 people in the room talking. If you're in a concert and it's really, really loud, and you turn to your wife or your husband or someone, you think, oh, it's privacy. They, they can't pick it up over this loud, wrong. They can pull it out. <laughs> I mean, on the boss ball games, for example, you see them with their, their catcher's mitt, and they walk up and they put it over this, their mouth like this so that they can talk. Why? Because there's people that can read their lips. These days, you have to always assume someone someplace is watching and listening. If you don't, it'll get you in trouble. Yeah, but, but Stan, I don't know anything wrong. Well, I don't know anything wrong now. But look, if you believe in Jesus, you are doing something wrong. If you're living for Jesus, you are doing something wrong. If you're trying to win souls, you are doing something wrong in terms of Lucifer. Because one of these days, it's going to be so that he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, receiving the mark in the right hand. And whoever doesn't have that mark, they're going to kill him. They're going to kill him. So if you are a Christian... I hope you're listening. If you are a Christian, the day will come. That's what we're talking about. Let me back up. The day will come that they will find you if you connect to the system in any way. If you make a phone call, oh, well, I could just step up to, uh, you know, uh, so I can borrow someone else's cell phone and I can make a, a phone call that way. No, because they've already recognized your voice. I remember I just called in to get some technical support on, on my internet had gone out. And they said, if you would like to have your uh, self-confirmed by voice recognition, push one, and we'll sign you up for that. And I thought, well, there's no way. First of all, they already have it anyway. I'm not saying that the local internet provider has it. But people in high places, if they want to find you and you are talking on any phone, any place, to anybody, and it goes through their network, if it flies through the air, if it goes through some kind of a cable or fiber optic or something like that, it is recorded. For all time, it's recorded. Now let's go on. Global Research says you better watch out. The surveillance state has a naughty list, and you're on it. Well, I hadn't done anything wrong. No, yeah, yeah, yes, you have. Yes, you have. If you are a Christian, you have done something wrong. You've accepted Jesus. That makes you the enemy of the mark of the beast. That makes you the enemy of Lucifer. And he is coming after you, so says the Bible. So the article goes on to say, Facial recognition software aims to create a society in which every individual who steps out into the public, I hope you're listening, every individual 
who steps into the public. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean stepping out of your house. That simply can be, matter of fact, standing in front of your TV. I don't know what that was. The second time I got a call, I've got Skype turned off. I don't know how they're calling me. This call came in to me about 10 minutes ago. I don't know who Karen Williams is, and I didn't even have Skype turned on. As a matter of fact, I pushed control, uh, yes, control shift escape, and I was going to do an end task. It wasn't turned on. I do not know how that call is coming in. But the, the point I'm trying to make, and that kind of makes the point, because I don't know who this woman is, I don't know who's calling me, so I didn't answer it. But that's the point. These days, they're tracking us and monitoring us in so many different ways. They can find you if they want to find you. I didn't arrange for that to happen right there. But maybe it was, maybe it was appropriate. Anyway, facial recognition software aims to create a society in which every individual who steps into the public, that's not necessarily stepping out of your house. If you connect with them in any way, since 1985, uh, all of the TV sets can not only voice out, but they also listen, is my understanding. Since 1985, I know that on the TV that I have, on the little remote, I don't have it with me, but on the little remote, I can push a button and tell it what I want. I don't even have to go in and type it in. Now, have I initiated that? No, I have not. As a matter of fact, it's something else. I do not I do not put my signature electronically on anything. You know how when you hand them a credit card and then they you have to sign? I do not put my real signature. I do not want it in any computer out there. And several of them have remarked about my most unusual, which I won't tell you what it looks like, my most unusual sign that I put on there. And they say, that's very unusual. And I said, yes, but if you were to look back on thousands of times over the several years that I've had my credit card, you would see that's the way they all look. In other words, I don't give them my real signature. I try to stay out of every computer, out of every camera. I try to stay out of the system as much as possible. When someone asks for my social security number, they would probably get my eye teeth easier than they would my Social Security number. And I know a lot of people say, well, be nice. Well, sometimes, frankly, but I'm not so nice about it. You're not getting my Social Security number. I don't want you tracking me. I don't want you monitoring me. Uh, I mean, I can go into some. I probably shouldn't say anything else. So let's keep going. <laughs> Aims to create a society in which every individual who steps out into the public is tracked and recorded as they go about their daily business. Coupled with surveillance cameras that blanket the country, facial recognition technology allows the government... Look, the government is not the problem. The devil's the problem. The Moloch and ball worshippers, the people that have taken the mark of the beast at this time, at some point in the near future, they're the problem. Allows the government and its corporate partners to identify and track someone's movements in real time, instantly. I mean, right now, somebody someplace... If they want to know where my cell phone is, they can track you within three feet based upon your cell phone. One software used by law enforcement collects photos on social media sites. So they have these little, I don't know, bots or spiders or something that goes through all of the pictures. Oh, here's another thing. When you take a picture did you with your cell phone, my, my granddaughter here, take a picture with your cell phone, it uploads it to the cloud. What do you think a cloud is? 
It's a big, powerful computer. And if you think that they're doing that just for you, to help you so you can have more storage, you're naive. When it goes to the cloud, rest assured, it is tracked. It is scanned. And, by the way, here's another thing. Within the picture, it also gives the GPS location and the date. And in some cases, it even records a little bit of the audio in each one of the pictures. So let's say, for example, say we're taking a picture of something very, very sensitive, very, very private. Well, I'll tell you, I saw something extremely valuable about three years ago. And it was so extremely valuable that I was talking to my son. I was telling him about it, and the phone went, I got dialed home. I was cut off right in the middle of talking to him. So if you take a picture of something, uh, let's, let's say that, like I heard from one prophet, this one prophet was visiting, I think it was Saudi Arabia or something, and they took him into some kind of a gold room. He said the whole room was filled with gold in all directions. Piles and piles and piles, I should say, actually, uh, what, do you, what do you call them? What do you call them? Racks, racks of gold. If he'd taken a picture of that, they probably would have confiscated his phone because it, within that picture, it would told exactly what it is, where it is, and probably recorded a little clip of audio along with it. So if you take a picture, the, the, the cloud will pull it up, and if somebody wants to see that picture, they'll know exactly where that picture was taken, who was there, and what was the date. Think about that when you're taking pictures. So if you think you're taking private pictures of your cell phone, you're naive. Photos and social media sites for inclusion in a massive facial recognition databases. Biometric software relies on one's unique identifiers, such as fingerprints, irises, voice prints. It is becoming standard for passing security lines, digital locks, and access to phones, computers, office buildings. Travelers are joining TSA programs using biometrics to avoid long waits at airport security. All right, now I'll give you an example. Um, about two weeks ago, I had to go to Detroit, having to do with Joseph Kitchen. And I went up there with one of the owners of Joseph Kitchen. They paid my way because uh, I don't own Joseph Kitchen. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm not legally affiliated with it in any way. So uh, anyway, <laughs> one of the owners uh, had a TSA. I didn't have a TSA, uh, what do they call it, uh, pre-check. He got through the line 45 minutes faster than I did. He was waiting, sitting waiting for me on the inside because he had a TSA and I didn't have a TSA. Travelers are joining TSA programs using biometrics to avoid long waits at airport security. Scientists are also developing lasers that can identify and surveil individuals based upon their, oh, you're going to love this, heartbeats, scent, and microbiome. Uh, what? Behavioral surveillance is another way they track us, based upon your patterns of movement. That's right, your gait. Have you ever noticed that some people walk funny? Well, the truth is we all walk differently. I don't know if it's funny or not says, predicting one's behavior based upon data and surveillance patterns. One smart, quote, anti-riot surveillance system predicts riots and public events by using artificial intelligence to analyze social media, news sources, surveillance video, feeds, public transportation, what they didn't say, the way they walk. <laughs> so I guess people that are going to steal something or riot 
walk differently than the rest of us. Or maybe they don't, but maybe we're just going to be rounded up as if we do. Also, our spending. They track our spending. Spending every GPS device, every Twitter, Facebook, Google account, all tracks purchases. Every credit card and debit cards, our transactions, build a dossier. Now, here's my comment on that. A quantum computer tracks everyone on the globe. That's been happening now for about five years, I'm told. How we spend our money, our time, our activities, data in physical and and online shared with advertisers. Or, here's the real truth, the roundup list, (laughs) round up those with the mark, arrest the team for orderly extermination. I'm telling you that in your lifetime, you will have the opportunity to deny Jesus. You will have the opportunity to deny Jesus. So, I would recommend you set in your heart, as we say down south, set your jaw to say, nope, you can take my life, you can torture me, but I'm not taking that mark. Why? There's four groups of people. In all of human history, there's some 6,000 years back to Adam, there's only four groups of people. Those people whose name is in the book of life who get eternal life. Those people whose names are not in the book of life and they're tossed in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And the third group of those people that take the mark of the beast. They do not get soul death. They're tossed into the lake that burns with brimstone, with the beast and false prophet, and then a thousand years later, Lucifer is pulled out of the bottomless pit where he's falling eternally for a thousand years, and then he's tossed in there with them. The fourth group of people are those people are the nations. Those are the people that didn't take the mark of the beast, but they didn't uh, receive Jesus either. So they are the corners not harvested. They're allowed to live to up to a thousand years or until they get the first sin because Jesus is ruling with a rod of iron. If they break one of his laws, then a morning star judge shows up at the speed of thought, hits them with a morning star, destroying both body and soul. They fall to the ground, a pile of ashes and bones, just like Ezekiel 38 and 39 talk about. Round up those without the mark, arrest the team for orderly extermination. Has become big business, a $3 billion industry that routinely harvests your data for profit. Corporations such as Target have not only been tracking and assessing the behavior of their customers, particularly their purchasing patterns, for years, but the retailer has also funded major surveillance in cities across the country and developed Behavioral surveillance algorithms. In other words, a quantum computer is already watching us. And at what time they decide to start rounding up those people that believe in Jesus, that's exactly what they're going to do. But we're not going to take the mark. Behavioral surveillance algorithms that can determine whether someone's mannerisms might fit the profile of a thief or someone that has not taken the mark of the beast or someone without the mark, or someone that's not in their system. Public activities is another way that can track us. Public activities created a web of surveillance that encompassed all major cities to monitor groups of people seamlessly, especially protests and rallies. Have you been to a rally? Have you been to a football game? Have you been to one of those DJT rallies? You better know they got your name. Been to one of your sites? Signed up for where they say send a text to this number here? Mm-hmm. You're on a list. Uh, I'll, I'll go on. Extensive online surveillance. 
Looking for any hints of large public events, social unrest, gang communications, and criminally predicated individuals. Defense contractors have been information-sharing hubs for federal and state and law enforcement agencies and monitor and report such suspicious behavior as people buying pallets of bottled water, photographing government buildings, and applying for a pilot's license as suspicious activity. I'll tell you some other suspicious activity. Do you go into a Christian bookstore? Do you go to church? Do you visit a prophecy club? Do you listen to prophecy club? Because anybody who would listen to this is a Christian, you see. Moloch has a list of your stops. Stops in a car, stops, everything you're doing. If they want to find you, they will find you, and it's not even that hard. Even if you're trying to hide. All communications are recorded and scanned. If it moves from one person to another in America, anyway, it is monitored and, and tracked. Now, 20 years ago, I remember it was... Uh, an uh, FBI agent that was a uh, real good, Ted Gunderson, if you know him, was a real good guy. We had him in as a speaker one time. He says that 20 years ago that they tracked a list of 100 trigger words. Today that list is endless. It's not just 20 trigger words. Now, if you say a phrase, I mean, there are several phrases right now. If I say, uh, well, I'll put it this way. Right after the election, there was... I think it was like I heard about 300 sites that were taken down instantly. They didn't get a strike. They were taken down because they said two words. I know if I say those two words, they'll pull my program too. So we don't have free speech in America anymore. They're tracking phone calls, text, emails. If they tell you the communication is private, like, for example, signal, don't believe it. If you think you're talking on the cell phone, if you think you are sending signals down teletype and you think it's, it's private, wrong. The most secure long-distance communication is surprisingly a simple handwritten paper letter sent through the mail. They track you by car. License plate readers photographed over 1,800 license plates per minute. That's one camera can photograph over 1,800 license plates per minute, storing the picture, date, time, location in a searchable database shared with law enforcement. So let's say, for example, they want to find out where you are every Tuesday at 4.15. In my case, I can tell you I'm at the place, to the gym to play racquetball. But if they want to find you, they will find you. I also, and I'll tell you, I cannot prove this next statement, but I've heard that the you, you got to look at those two letters. I dare not even say those letters. But I've heard that the <laughs> and the <laughs> were actually formed by the Molochs not to catch the bad guys, but to see that the good guys didn't catch the really, really, really bad guys, the Molochs. And that's probably true. Tens of thousands of license plate readers affixed to overpass cop cars, business sectors, and residential neighborhoods track vehicles instantly running the plates. For example, you recall there's been several times where these cameras that they have at the front doors called Ring catch people doing something bad. So there's cameras every place today. Don't think when they require the mark of the beast you're going to be able to avoid it. I'm telling you, by that time you will probably not be able to avoid it. You will not be able to hide in some corner of the world. They will find you. There will come a time 
when the Antichrist <clears throat> will specifically <clears throat> will specifically send the people with the mark out to kill those people that do not have the mark. So say the prophecies. Let's talk about Joseph Kitchen. I actually cooked this loaf of bread you're seeing here. It takes me about 10 minutes to put the ingredients together, put it into a bread machine, push a button, two hours, 20 minutes later, I get a loaf of bread out like that. Now, if you cut that loaf of bread that weighs about three pounds, the loaves you get in the store have most of the good stuff removed. The loaves you get in the store are about a pound. That's three pounds because it's got the good stuff still in it. Cut that into 14 slices, and if I eat a slice in the morning and the afternoon, I'm satisfied. So on that basis, one loaf can sustain, and it says everything we want, can sustain a person, one person, for a week. Based upon that, it'll get you excellent nutrition. It tastes good, long storage life, 10 minutes to combine the ingredients, 2 hours, 20 minutes to make it. Other wheat that you order arrives in paper bags, which means bugs, rice, humidity can get a hold of it and ruin it. But at Joseph Kitchen, they send it out in 100 mil thick buckets. Gives you long shelf life. It's stackable. It's nitrogen infuses that hopefully gives it a lot much longer shelf life, kills bugs and things like that. Easily resealable. Keep in a comet-controlled area. And they have it in stock. This is a picture, an actual picture of part of the warehouse. Here's another picture of the, these. Actually, each one of those boxes holds 2,500 pounds of wheat. And I think they've got 54 of those boxes, a bunch of them. So Joseph's Kitchen can ship it to you right now. You go to most of these places, they say out of stock. So here's what you want to do. Everybody needs to get a machine package. These are the things that you need to grind the wheat berries. Put them into a grinder. 30 seconds later, you have flour. You put that into the bread machine along with six other ingredients. Push about two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot loaf of whole wheat bread. Then you have to decide how much food you want. You want food two people one year, four people one year, six people one year. And if you want to make certain you have it when the electricity goes down, you can also get yourself a solar generator all at josephskitchen.com. josephskitchen.com. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com is where I'll send you if you're thinking about getting gold or silver. I think everybody should have at least a fistful of, full of gold and a fistful of silver because there could be a time when you pull up to get gasoline and they might not want to take your loaf of bread, but you pull out a gold coin or a silver coin and you're probably able to get anything you want, even if the credit cards are down, even if the dollars are worthless. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Also, I recommend you go to ProphecyClub.com and get all five of my books. And I didn't write this one, but I did organize it. You get How Pre-Trib One. Daniel, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, Miss the Mark, and you get one set of each of them, which is actually 40 books for a gift of $100 at prophecyclub.com. And if you need to have, if you don't have this right here on your car, you'll want to get it. This is an EMP shield device. This one goes on a car. All you have to do, it's simple. They have videos show you. But you just put the black wire on the black side of your battery. The green wire attaches to the body of the car, and the red wire attaches to the red side of the battery. And then the back peels off. You don't even have to put any holes in your car. Back peels off. You stick it someplace under your hood. takes about 10 minutes for us people that are not mechanically inclined. 
probably people mechanically inclined more like five minutes to put it on, and then you're good to go. If you'll go to empshield.com, put in the uh, promo code PROPHECY, you get a $50 discount for everything that you order there. Good deal.